Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 26 of Revelation chapter 18. We're going to be reading verses 11 through 16. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more, the merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones, and of pearls and fine linen, and purple and silk and scarlet, and all thyine wood, and all manner vessels of ivory, and all manner vessels of most precious wood, and of brass, and iron, and marble, and cinnamon, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and oil, and fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and souls of men. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. And all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee and thou shalt find them no more at all. The merchants of these things, which were made rich by her, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. And I'll stop reading there. Now again, God is describing the final judgment of mankind, and, and he is typifying it uh, through the nation of Babylon, or the city of Babylon, and God is picturing the riches of the kingdom of Babylon, which would be the riches of this world, and he is looking at it as though the unsafe people of the world are seeing their riches disappear. They they are witnessing their wealth going from them. Uh, as he says, the fruits thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. And all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee. And thou shalt find them no more at all. And we see in this list that God gives us in verses 12 and 13 that 28 items are mentioned, beginning with gold and silver and precious stones, and concluding with horses, chariots, slaves, and souls of men. And 28 uh, broken down would be 4 times 7. And so we, we see the number 4 pointing to universality or the worldwide nature of the loss of the riches of the world, and seven pointing to its perfection. It is the complete perfection of all things within Babylon. So really, this would relate to physical things or um, things, again, uh, that men store up in their hearts, uh, as God speaks of evil treasure, that men store in their hearts rather than in heaven. And this is the sins of mankind as he seeks the pleasures 
of this world, the pleasures of sin for a season, and and also since the church has become a part of Babylon, it's one of the provinces of Satan as he conquered the churches and congregations and and therefore came under the rule, the, the corporate church came under the rule and dominion of Babylon and therefore as part of the treasure, the the wealth or the riches of the world, we have statements that would identify with spiritual things like souls of men. And and all is lost. Everything that man has obtained, that man has desired to have, that, that people have lusted after, everything and anything that's a part of this world is gone from them by the conclusion of the day of the Lord, by the conclusion of Judgment Day. It's gone in one day. Remember, May 21, 2011 began Judgment Day. October 7th, 2015 very likely concludes Judgment Day. And and all is lost finally at the conclusion. If we're correct, then October 7th will be the destruction of the whole world and and the burning up of all things and the loss of unsaved man's inheritance as he wasted his substance, he wasted his inheritance in his treasure in this world, turning it evil, and he consumed it upon his lust, and now it's gone from him, even his very own soul. Man loses his own soul. Remember, that's what Jesus said in in Matthew chapter 16. It says in verse 24, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world? That is, the world becomes his merchandise, the world becomes his treasure. And and I'll continue reading. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. And so here in Revelation 18, the merchants of the earth are mourning and weeping. No man buys their merchandise that that they have um, been involved in, including the merchandise of the souls of men. You know, there's a similar passage to what we're reading here in the book of Ezekiel, in Ezekiel 27, and you'll remember we went back to Ezekiel 27 and 28 a couple of times because Tyrus is a type and figure God uses of mankind, and there is similar language between the destruction of Tyrus and the destruction of Babylon, as Babylon also represents the kingdom of Satan of the nations of the world, the unsaved people of the earth. 
And in Ezekiel 27, God describes the destruction of Tyrus, and he says in verse 27, Thy riches and thy fares, thy merchandise, thy mariners and thy pilots, thy caulkers and the occupiers of thy merchandise, and all thy men of war that are in thee, and in all thy company which is in the midst of thee, shall fall into the midst of the seas in the day of thy ruin. The suburbs shall shake at the sound of the cry of thy pilots, and all that handle the oar, the mariners, and all the pilots of the sea shall come down from their ships. They shall stand upon the land, and they shall cause their voice to be heard against thee, and shall cry bitterly, and shall cast up dust upon their heads. They shall wallow themselves in the ashes, and they shall make themselves utterly bald for thee, and gird them with sackcloth. And they shall weep for thee with bitterness of heart, and bitter wailing, and in their wailing they shall take up a lamentation for thee, and lament over thee, saying, What city is like Tyrus, like the destroyed in the midst of the sea? When thy wares went forth out of the seas, thou fillest many people. Thou didst enrich the kings of the earth with the multitude of thy riches and of thy merchandise. In the time when thou shalt be broken by the seas, in the depths of the waters, thy merchandise and all thy company in the midst of thee shall fall. And I'll stop reading there. Now God here is uh, using another figure but really teaching the same thing as we're reading in um, Revelation chapter 18 regarding Babylon. Here it's Tyrus that is destroyed, and the Lord is describing the day of Tyrus's ruin, and notice that her riches are lamented, the loss of riches, and there's bitter crying as a result. And the word, the Hebrew word, uh, translated as bitterly in verse 30, and also uh, found in verse 31, where uh, there are those girded with sackcloth and weeping for thee with bitterness of heart and bitter wailing or bitter crying, is the same word that is used of Esau in Genesis chapter 27 and verse 34. And this is the point in time in which Esau discovers that the blessing has been given to his twin brother Jacob rather than himself and that there is no more blessing. It says in Genesis twenty-seven thirty-four, when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. At the point that Esau learns that he will not be blessed, there is bitter crying. And, uh, and, and that ties in with the end of salvation in the day of judgment as God shuts the door of heaven and God does that after finalizing the blessing of spiritual Jacob. All the elect receive the blessing of salvation. The whole company of the elect, everyone whose name was written 
in the Lamb's Book of Life has been found and, and God's Word has been applied to their heart. They've become born again. All to be saved have been saved. Therefore, the blessing by the Father, who Isaac typifies, has been given to the elect. And, and then God shuts the door. No more blessing for the rest of mankind, which are, are typified by Esau, all the unsaved inhabitants of the earth, as we're all brothers, aren't we? We're all, we all come from Adam. No more blessing for you. Uh, I have given, uh, I have bestowed my blessing and, and there is weeping and bitter crying at that point, which also is in view in Revelation 18 as there's, they're mourning, they're lamenting, they're weeping and crying, woe, woe, at the loss of their blessing. They, they have lost the blessing of God. Now the, that, um, word bitter is also used in Zephaniah 1, which is a chapter um, that goes in depth in discussing Judgment Day, the day of the Lord. And it says in Zephaniah 1, verse 14, The great day of Jehovah is near, it is near, and hasteth greatly. Even the voice of the day of Jehovah, the mighty man shall cry there bitterly. And again, the crying of the kings of the earth and the merchants of the earth and the shipmasters as Revelation 18 goes on to describe and all the company and ships and sailors just as in Ezekiel 27 is speaking of mariners and and shipmen they're they're crying bitterly because it it is the end of God's salvation program there is no more blessing and no matter how uh, hard man attempts to receive the blessing through tears, and Hebrews tell, uh, chapter 12 tells us that's exactly what Esau was trying to do, as it says in Hebrews 12, in verse 15, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who, for one morsel of meat, sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Esau's tears were calculated tears. They they were trying to play on the sympathies of his father. And we all have to admit, as children, we've done that. We're, uh, children are able to manipulate mother or father. And yet God uh, very purposefully has recorded Esau's weeping, his bitter cry, in order to effect a change in his father's determination concerning the blessing. But his father could not. It was, it was out of his hands once the blessing was given. Likewise, the Bible tells us 
that once God shuts the door, there will be those that come knocking. Lord, Lord, open to us. The Bible tells us there will be in that time weeping and gnashing of teeth. And there is weeping going on. Very purposeful weeping designed to alter, to change the will of God concerning His decree, concerning His action of shutting the door of heaven. And yet there is no opening of the door. There cannot be. There is an inability for the door to be opened ever again. Certainly God's people, His elect, alive and living on the earth, that hear the form of this weeping as some fight against the the doctrine of uh, the end of salvation of the and of the Lord shutting the door of heaven and and they play on sympathies and uh, they they bring up um, this sorrowful fact and and what of the children and and what of this other thing oh how can it be? It, it's it's the equivalent of weeping to get the door open, or it's the equivalent of Esau um, with his tears attempting to change the father's bestowing of the blessing, and, and yet it cannot work. It cannot alter what God has done, what God has shut. No man can open. And and that is what has happened. God has shut the door of heaven, and there cannot be any opening of it. And we're reading in Revelation 18, the tremendous sorrow, the tremendous uh, grievous nature of Judgment Day. No, it, it's not as awful as men have imagined, uh, as uh, church theologians have imagined, and has been written down in the doctrines of congregations, that there is hell forever to pay, that where people will be placed and uh, they will be punished and tortured and tormented uh, without end, forever and ever and ever, in, in some awful place of burning and all that. That, thankfully, uh, God is too kind and good for that sort of punishment. Uh, he He cannot punish above what his law decrees and his law decrees you cannot give more than 40 stripes and and therefore there is a limit to his punishment but still nonetheless it is a sorrowful tragic time for the world that we are presently in that it is the day of punishment the day of the wrath of God and and this means that uh, there are some hard truths that the Bible is declaring that God's people must share faithfully and uh, accurately according to what the Bible says, which is that God has concluded his salvation plan. Now, the the loss of the merchandise of all these things that God lists um, is basically summarized in Verse 14, And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. Now the 
uh, word translated as fruits, it, the Greek word is only found in this verse. It, it's only used here. And also, the word for dainty, the Greek word, is only found in this verse. Um, uh, when that happens, since we follow the Bible's methodology of comparing Scripture with Scripture, it makes it much more difficult to understand what the Lord is saying. But the word goodly, the word goodly uh, is Strong's number 2986, and it is found several places uh, elsewhere in the Bible. We're just going to look at one in the very next chapter, in Revelation 19 and verse 8. It says, speaking of the bride of Christ, which is comprised of all the elect, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. The word white is the word translated as goodly. Clean and white for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. So, going back to our verse in Revelation 18.14, all things which were dainty and white are departed from thee. Now, uh, also included in the list of things, um, the merchandise of Babylon, it says in verse 12, the merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen. So we, we have fine linen amongst the merchandise and we have God using the word translated as white, uh, which is used in association with fine linen in Revelation 19.8, or, or actually it's a very closely related word, um, I think 10.39 and 10.40 in Strong's Concordance. But it, it's basically the same word. And, and here God is saying that all things which were dainty and white are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. Now, again, God is using the figures of the kings of the earth and the merchants of the earth and the shipmasters as an illustration of mankind if they they are seeing on, on one hand, but if they could see with eyes to see, and if they could vividly understand what God has done. And, and therefore, it's as though there is some sort of recognition of the removal of God's salvation program. God's salvation program, which was first within the churches and congregations, and God removed it from there, but then went outside of the churches as the Lord evangelized the world with the latter rain, saving the great multitude. But then, once Judgment Day came, the evangelization of the nation ceased, and the the gospel of the Bible no longer turned sinners to saints, no longer cleansed the filthy, making them clean, no longer clothed the spiritually naked with clean, white, fine linen. It is gone from them. They no longer have any hope of dealing in that sort of merchandise or or of that kind of merchandise being a part of the world any longer. 
that it is a final ending of the gospel because it is departed from Babylon. It is departed from the world and it will no more be found. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.